This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hurt from no good traps, sons and traps, sons and traps, traps, sons and traps, don't some 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 Everybody, what's up? It's Adam Hunter here. Welcome to our brand new Anime Roasted Podcast. It's going to be a great show. we got Greg Wilson coming in, as well as Tyler Smith and Matt Delanoit calling up, who's going to be in the new um, Dada 5000 Bare Knuckle Boxing uh, Brawl for All. It's unbelievable coming up in, in Wyoming. Uh, also available on pay-per-view. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal in California, and you shouldn't have to leave your house to get it. Okay, they will deliver it to you. Okay, you, have, you go right now to a dispensary. It's gas. You can get into a car accident. There's long lines. It's a pain in the ass, all right? Plus, they got these bud tenders trying to get you high the whole time. And next thing you know, you get a DUI. Boom, $20,000 later, it was a bad choice. No, stay home. You get pizza delivered. You get Chinese food delivered, okay? All kinds of stuff you get delivered. Amazon, right? Why not get weed? delivered and they'll take care of it at speedweed go to speedweed.com mention roasted you get ten dollars off a hundred dollars or more they'll deliver marijuana edibles cbd they got you covered also santa cruz medicinals okay santa cruz medicinals has the best cbd on the market they are awesome i highly highly recommend it they got potent cbd infused coconut oil olive oil mct oil vape pens and more it's gluten-free it's vegan it's paleo and sugar-free it's lab tested and it's made in santa cruz california so you know it's good go to scmedicinals.com mention roasted you get ten dollars off a hundred dollars or more greg just walked in as well as tyler let's talk to them right now so yes, people, we got a great show tonight. Uh, we got uh, Greg Wilson is here. That's right, Greg Romero Wilson. We got Tyler Smith. Yo, yo, yo. Grant Dawson. Uh, like Hello. I said, Cody Stamen, who's, uh, who's, who's a complete badass. And then uh, a guy who's competing in, remember Data 5000? Sure. Uh, by the way, make sure your mic's on. He's yeah. actually, yeah. He, uh, he has his new fight promotion now. Bare knuckle. It's going to be in, they're calling it a trigon. It's a, it's a triangle. <laughs> oh but, my God. But they're saying it's a tri- and I'll show you the commercial for it. But uh, That's going to be weird. I mean, you're, you have some <laughs> steep corners in there you could get trapped in. Right, yeah. Matt, Ooh, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, think about it. If you get caught in one of those triangle corners, you, you get <laughs> pinned in. Yeah. Like Matt Delanoid. Okay, I'll show you That's right now. so bad. That would be awesome. For it all, April 5th at the Cheyenne Event Center in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Cheyenne, Wyoming. That's the only professional bare-knuckle brawling matches inside BYB's Trigon Cage. The most confrontational cage in combat sports. Featuring pro boxers and MMA fighters from around the globe. Yeah, so like... But like he even he calls it a Trigon Cage. Like... <laughs> Isn't the point of calling it a trigon like that's the trademark? Like it's, it's a trigon, the trigon conclusion that someone's gonna get like fucked four, up. Is it gone meant four more sides or something or five? Uh, they're just making up words now, right? They are making up a word. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not a word. Uh, but a- yeah, Angie Hill said, "Let trigons be trigons." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the funniest. That's things pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, so yes, yeah, so we're gonna have uh, that guy's gonna be on the on the podcast. The guy who's who, guy who's fighting in it. Uh, who's going to fight in that thing, Matt Delanoit, who's fighting in that event. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be calling in soon. So what's going on with you, Greg? What's new? Nothing. Sitting around, waiting for something to happen in this town. Nothing's happening. Really? Dude, last week I was supposed to be in Vancouver shooting that show for Amazon. Yep. And my scenes got cut. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if I got cut from the series or if just I got cut from that episode. So uh, now, so I wound up sitting around all of last week and I was up for a second show that I was shooting in, in uh, Portland last week. And they were like, no, Greg's the choice. They love Greg. Everybody loves Greg. But I guess like the creator of the show had this one person they were really sold on. And so they ended up going with that guy. That's and why, so you, I gotta, you, gotta, that's why so, you gotta make your own show, man. That's why I wound up sitting. So I wound Fucking up sitting. Andy and then of course I, I watch I watch all the fights. I'm ready to do the show with you. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. I got the Tyron Woodley. Now nah, I watched everything. Oof. Right? And then and then no, and then you're on a cruise. 
And I'm just uh, sitting here. <laughs> and I'm sitting here doing nothing. Yeah, I didn't even have this to do. Wow. Oh, so what then, do you mean? Even, not even this. This is uh, this well, is. Well, just no. no you, you know probably what I mean? have more fans from this than you do. No, oh, absolutely. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I definitely like, do. This yeah. is something that you know I would have liked to have been able to do this. Which is just crazy though, because you know. Greg's been in like so many shows. You've been in so yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the one you did probably on on Fox that mm-hmm. was huge. The one with uh, uh, Craig Robinson, Craig Robinson and Adam Scott. And you probably have more people that know you from MMA Roast. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Definitely more people come to my shows that say, hey, MMA Team Roasted than anything else. Like, no one shows up and goes, world's dumbest criminals. Because like, those guys are in jail, probably. But um, but nobody says that. Nobody says, hey, Perfect VH1. You know, know. None of that that's, shit that's, at all. That's the best. And that's like the best and worst part about podcasting because. I mean, guy, I've been doing this 21 years. You know, Greg, you've been doing this for probably uh, you know, a long well. No, 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 no comedy. A- comedy, 20 years, right? I know. But the problem is, is a lot of podcasters are newer comedians, but they get on successful podcasts. Yeah, and yeah. then I've had people come up to me at my shows and be like, hey, dude, you're the only guy I've seen who doesn't just tell the same stories on stage he told on his podcast. I'm like, yeah, because I do stand-up comedy. That's like yeah, my, exactly. my, that's yeah. my thing. I write jokes all day long, you know? But a lot of times people like, like now it used to be like, if you had this, you were going to be a successful comic. Now podcast has become so big now that that's becoming a huge, which is good and bad. I well, mean, I mean, yes, but it's also the crowd it is. I mean, every, throw a rock, your mailman has a podcast yeah. Yeah, yeah. called Stamped. You know, okay. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> stamped out. I mean, it always uh, comes late, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, every single person has a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you're lucky you've you've done it for so long with such consistency, and that's really the credit to you is the, your ability to remain consistent through thick and thin, ups and downs, everything you keep putting out a show and that's what's gotten you where you are and that's what makes this a great podcast I also love doing it and I also love talking to people yeah it helps I, to like, like doing it that's yeah. for sure I mean I, but even though I was listening to the Colby Covington podcast I did because I, I did a best of we put on like put out six of them last week of like yeah. the best of and like we had Colby on the podcast when no one knew who he was he was 7-0 and and he was on some late thing like a UFC China yeah. and I remember I had Luke Barnard on the show China. and I was like this Luke is in the UFC and I go Luke have you know this guy he's like no and Marina was like no I go this guy is going to be a star watch yeah. and they kind of like oh after watching two fights of his you could tell I go no there's something about this guy he's going to be very hard to beat yeah. uh, and then and he came on he was like super sweet and like just it was a different he Pre-ma- hadn't really got the whole you know, pre Maga yeah, Colby. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but what was that? Pre Maga. Yeah, yeah. It was pre Maga. Uh, speaking of which, by the way, the Trolby. feud on Twitter between Dylan Dennis Trolby. and Ben Askren. Oh my gosh. Is the, have you seen this? No. Ben Askren is now doing Boom Roasted, right? And he makes these videos where he's like, Dylan Dennis, you couldn't make your high school wrestling team. Boom Roasted. <laughs> they're like, it's like, they're like, they're like, like, he's just saying facts, just shitty facts yeah. about you. Yeah. 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 Just Your father's shit. been married three times. Boom, <laughs> roasted. Dude, and he, he does like six of them a day. He's like, Dylan Dennis, your hair is ugly. Boom, roasted. I mean, just like oh the, my God. It's, they get like 30,000. It's, it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Like, like Astrid's bored or whatever, but he's he's going, he's not even in the UFC, Dylan Dennis. He's like, you're finding a guy who's three and four. He's like, boom, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's what's genius about it. It's yeah. so simple. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, yeah. All right. and Ben Askren sounds like it a makes you hate yourself already. for trying. Oh, oh yeah. No, like, why am I spending all this time trying? Oh, <laughs> so it was so funny. So I did the shows on the ships. They were actually, uh, they were actually fun. I mean, the, the hard part is like, you got to do. So there's five shows you do: two mm-hmm. two G rated PG, and then three dirty. And you got to do. So you do one 30 minute PG. And two different 30-minute dirties is what you're required to do. Yeah. Right? So you got to have an hour and a half of material. That's, that's no problem. Yeah. But then the same crowd comes back for the repeat shows. And you tell them, this is a repeat show. I'm doing the same show I did an hour. They're like, good. They sort of applaud it. You know, sometimes. Or they go, whoa. But other comics, like, I have five different shows. So they do, they do have – so it, it forced me to write more shows. Yeah. But then you go to some of these comic shows and they're like it, – they're like – 
a story about like, the elevator. Or reaching, or like, yeah. like, they're right, like, right. They're not exactly. Or they're doing some, a lot of like very tepid crowd work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, 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 but they were good. I mean, they were. A, well, a, you can't do really aggressive crowd work. It has to be super nice. Yeah, because you're, you're going to do there. it. Yeah, I mean, if you do it, it better be highly them. complimentary. But because uh, you can't risk pissing somebody off. But they were fun. I mean, they were fun. I had a, I, I needed the the the, uh, the uh, sleep. Yeah, that was like. I bet you slept like a champ. Huh, oh buddy? my god, I uh, I would I would wake up not be tired. Think about having to watch the baby all day and go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So who watched the baby while you were gone? Well, we had to get a nanny, so I basically oh, okay. broke even on the week. Uh, these nannies are not getting twenty bucks an hour, just, which is like you know I'm not going to be cheap when it comes to my how kid. Much I get. But it's it's crazy. I was going to say it's, you know I mean it could be worse. So no, it's all good. She 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 liked the nanny, so that's, that's that was good. cool. And then uh, so that was fun. And then uh, came back. On Friday, I had a show at the Laugh Factory. Saturday and Sunday, I had off. And last night, I did a show at the Improv. I did D-Ray's show. It was like an all-black show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. fun. Michael Rapport was on it. It was D-Ray was on it. How is he? Hat. I hear he's getting better. I haven't. I didn't see. I didn't see it for him. I had to go home and watch oh, the right. baby. My wife's away for the couple last couple days. It's, oh, okay. It's me and the baby. And where's she? Fun. Where's the wife? She has a work trip in uh, Seattle. Oh, okay. Um. She probably needed to sleep too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. She was probably like, "You're like, I'm gonna take this cruise gig." She was like, "Fine." She shows up the next day. You know that tri- that uh, meeting in Seattle? I can make it. Yeah. Oh, but, but, but on, last night there was like a so we have nanny cams everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah. So last night she was crying, and I go in to change her diaper, and then she's like, "I hear sounds like it's going great over there." I'm like, "Will you <laughs> leave me alone?" Like. Like on her phone, she's heckling me while oh I'm changing God, a fucking hilarious. while I'm changing a diaper. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. I'm like, awesome. I'm like, I was like, when's the nanny coming? I, I, I'm I'm late for my show. I gotta be, I gotta leave. And I hear giggling like her friends are watching this too. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, come on. They probably were. They were probably all sitting in the room drinking wine. Yeah, watching you try to take care of the baby. Oh, uh, but uh, I mean, it's it's the and greatest succeed. thing. I Get love it. And then I, I actually brought her to practice on uh, on Monday, which was cool. Yeah. And it's just funny because I, ha- I have her strapped to my chest i'm trying to yell at the kids and i see the kids all making faces at my chest and smiling i'm like what the hell trying to have a baby so tyler that's how i look like on every flight so tyler you have a a new job i have a new job yeah i'm doing um corporate security and i can't actually name the you like it the company on air but i can tell you guys out uh yeah it's it's basically like a glorified uh secretary kind of I have to make sure guest lists are being written and watch the cameras and coordinate guards doing patrols. But aren't you like a train? You're, you're a train marine. Stuff. Yeah. And a train MMA fighter. Yeah. And could, this could, is and that's what you have to be to get these kinds of boring ass jobs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, we have some some normal guards like guys that are just, you know, went to security guard course and got their guard card but most of our supervisors and detail leaders are all like former but if, like, like if me and greg ever like uh needed you uh, like if all of a sudden we became huge right and we needed like security and we're like oh we don't worry Tyler. this is not going to happen no like, so you don't have to worry about this actually could. happening i mean how good of a shot are you good yeah really good yeah like, i mean like is there anything phenomenally like a, good like i mean is there like an a is there a grade system on shots uh, in the Marine Corps, there's what is it? Marksman, sharpshooter, and rifle expert. And I'm a rifle expert. Ooh. I was a six-time rifle expert. And that's that's the no, that's number one. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. So it's wow. basically like I think the score is out of three hundred on the range. If you get like two two twenty-five or above, is an expert. And I had like a two eighty something. Wow. So you are the funniest Jewish person I've ever met. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to need you to carry me out of some room sometime. Like the, I'm going to be like, what was it? The, uh, the one with Whitney Houston? The bodyguard? Body yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kicking doors. Yeah, totally. I, that's what I'm going to need. I'm going to need you. An angry mob is going to be after me on stage. Oh, the best scene Terrible joke. And I'm going to need the... you to I'll be like, carry me. <laughs> and I will always. Gladly. So, so let's talk about some, some MMA news that happened recently. Conor McGregor got arrested yesterday Oy. for smashing somebody's phone. Someone took a selfie with him. He got mad, threw the phone on the ground, broke it. Stomped on it. Stomped on it. <laughs> got arrested for strong arm robbery, I think. Yeah. And, and assault. And or... assault or something. Yeah. Yeah, something. Strong we actually robbery. have him on the on the calling in right now. So, uh, Connor, uh, you just got out of jail uh, this morning, I think it was. Top of the morning to you. Uh, oh, that's right. 
I was just trying to mind my own business. When this little son of a bitch laddie shows up, he's like, take a picture with me, Conor McGregor. I'm like, you don't. I want you to suck my proper 12. That's what I want you to do if you want a selfie with me. Fuck you, I'm Conor McGregor. Now, the guy who wanted the picture, did he have tattoos and work in a tattoo parlor? No, he was a tiny child. It wasn't a guy named CB? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I mistook CB for a child with a lot of tattoos. Okay, so it was CB. It was CB. I believe that's right. Okay, wow. The poor guy was so frightened. Now, 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 Someone needs to get him some vitamin D. He has brittle bones. You can see it. Now, let's talk to CB, because we have CB in the line, too. CB, what, what happened? Okay, so I was there to graph him. Yep. Right? And I, I little did he know, I'd actually been hiding out under his nutsack for a week. Okay. I came out because I noticed there was a shadow, strong opportunity to leave. So I come out from under his balls, and 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 but of course I was like, quick! Rem- I, I want a memento of this moment of me exiting the balls. Right. And that's when he, you know, obviously saw the, he saw the phone. Now, Connor, is that what happened? That's not what happened at all. I was taking a shite, and I felt a particularly large, solid piece of doo-doo. Right. Wow. And the doo-doo was pressing hard against me butthole. Okay. And that's when I realized <laughs> that this was no ordinary piece of shite. So he, wait, CB went up in your asshole? Okay. In my defense, it had been a cold night and I had gone in there looking for shelter. It was in Miami. It was, there was a lot of wind. Okay. It was, a, it was a very breezy night. Hurricane season. I was wearing silk shorts, so okay. I don't blame him on that count. Okay. All right. So so he plopped th- out of my asshole. So you were taking a shit. CB popped out of the act thing. You took the camera uh, and smashed it saying, no, this is not the right time because... That's right. Okay. All right. Because I'm taking a shit. All right. And I'm Conor McGregor. No, I heard Bob Sapp was there uh, to recap what happened. Was, was, was Bob Sapp... Any, anywhere near this event? Hey, man. Ha, 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 ha. How the, you know, I was nowhere near that. I had kidnapped a fella down in Nigeria. <laughs> he was in the trunk of my car. <laughs> and I didn't, I couldn't have been anywhere near this shitting. <laughs> so Bob Sapp, now Bob, you won your last fight. What how, What happened? Well, the check bounced. <laughs> okay. They had paid me by check and that motherfucker didn't clear. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, I'm knocking this motherfucker out. <laughs> All right, well, there was another witness to the event with CB and uh, Connor, which was uh, one whole cock. Uh, now, one whole cock was there. Um, w- Mr. Cock, uh, what happened? Uh, I was nearby. I was eating a wonton soup when I noticed that I had the diarrhea. Okay. I go into the bathroom yep. and I realize that next to me is the champion, Connor McGregor. Right. And he's making a many noise like a leprechaun chewing on a roll of a penny. Okay. This is when I hear the altercation that you speak of. Oh, okay. So did, 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 did you and Connor was right, one whole cock? Oh, of course it was. You don't invade a man asshole. Oh, that makes sense. Now, was Rowdy Beck was also nearby? What ha- <laughs> she says she has a statement on the whole thing, too. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Rowdy Beck, what happened? I was here front. Tr- I was giving my... <laughs> I'd been drinking a lot of energy drinks that day. Right. So I was particularly juiced up, and I had been running circles all around the restaurant. I couldn't sit down. I had too much energy. Okay, all right. Well, listen, I'm happy this whole thing got cleared up. Uh, thank you, Mr. Sapp, CB, Connor, uh-huh. Rowdy, oh, thank you. and Mr. Cox. Thank you. Uh, thank- <laughs> uh, UFA, wicked. All right, so now that we know what happened, uh, that sounds good. Uh, let's talk about some of the fights that happened last week. Um, Junior Dos Santos. I love that I got my own best of episode <laughs> right there at the top of this one. <laughs> Let's just do it. It was a retrospective. Let's get all of them in there. He's even saying we have someone else with us. And I'm thinking, who the fuck else have I done on this show? I had no idea. Past past the CB, I had no idea where we were going. Wait, what are you talking? That was you? No, that wasn't me. So, Derek Lewis, Junior Dos Santos. All right, here are my thoughts about this. Derek Lewis is a great fighter, great athlete, but... 
when you keep doing things and getting away with it, at every level you go higher, you're not going to get away with this stuff. Right. Okay, so when, he, when he's on bottom, I remember one time he was getting up, and Brian Stan was like, he's doing everything wrong right now, but it's Derek Lewis, so it, it'll, it'll work. So it works. Eventually, yeah. you're going to run into a guy who, where that's not going to work. And I feel like that's what's happening now at the higher level, the Daniel Cormier's, the Jamie Dos Santos, where Derek Lewis can't just rely on his natural talent, right. which knocking people out with I don't know, because that fight could have gone either way. Some of those punches, he almost knocked him out like three times in that fight. Even when he got him with that liver shot, he managed to come right up sure. and almost put his lights out right there. That was, so, I mean, you could say that, but I mean, he did almost win the fight a couple of times. But this is not a prime Junior Dos Santos. This is a guy who's been knocked out a bunch of times. Yeah, but there's I, nobody prime in the heavyweight. Uh, <laughs> True. I mean, <laughs> it just it just seems like that's going to keep happening to Derek Lewis because unless he gets a Hail Mary knockout against some of the, the upper echelon guys, they're just going to kind of figure him out, which right. is that. Well, it also I don't know if it's a gas tank thing or or if it's just he's comfortable, but he seems so calm, like like there's no urgency to anything he does. Yeah. You know, like no, he's funny like, and he's entertaining. You know, yeah. And he's and he's charismatic <sighs> and I, I, I love watching him fight. I, it just seems like at first I'm like, great, he's looking for a way out. I mean, I'll, look, I wouldn't want to get kicked in the ribs by Junior Dos Santos. Either. I was gonna say, so was it a rib injury? Was it the, a liver shot? Was it a? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Was some, yeah, but it Vince, was something. Look, Vince was like a said. liver shot. But That's like, but Vince was saying in Australia, he was he saw him eating ribs before his fight. Yeah, like he was in the back. Had a whole thing of ribs. So it was ribs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the shot. whole plate of ribs that was in his stomach. It was the baby back. Got, yeah, I heard, I've heard that before. Like baby in baby the locker baby. room and an hour before his fight. He's he doesn't eating. spar. I mean, he doesn't seem to really. I wouldn't say take it seriously because I take it serious. But he's, he's always retiring after every fight. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, like, I'm a fan. I'll watch any fight he gets in. I just think he's gonna. The top five guys are gonna have his number if he doesn't really take it seriously yeah. about his his like training. Yeah, you know because it, it's just, at least at least like developing the the uh, wrestling defense and the cardio a little more. Like I, like, I liked his kicks. Keep your, I thought yeah, that was fun. Exactly. It got like, he throws, kicking. He I throws mean, crazy stuff. Yeah, it's fun to watch. But is he gonna beat the best guys? Is he going to beat? Okay, the, so who are we talking about then? Who's who's he not going to beat? Yeah, he won't beat Daniel Cormier. He won't beat Dos Santos. He, he won't, won't beat Stephen Stipe. Miocic. But I mean, is Daniel uh, going to fight at heavyweight still, or Joe? Dan Jr. beat him already. Cormier. He beat won't him. beat Brock. He won't beat okay. John Jones when he moves he, up. He which might beat Brock. Will, so Brock, he could beat. I think. I don't think so. At this this version, this maybe forty five. Maybe he won't beat John Jones when he moves up. I don't um, think there's anything in that fight that's going to make him do anything different. You don't think so? No, I think he came close enough to winning to just be like, yeah, this is great, you know, and keep doing that. Well, I don't know. I just think that uh, you see the potential of what he could be, which is even yeah, better, a lot right. better than what he is. Right. Um, now, uh, Wish he could get there. Curtis Millinder. He could get there. He's been on the show a bunch of times. Oh, that was hard to watch. That was yeah. rough. Curtis Millinder just ran that into this. This guy, you know, Elizu Z Dos Santos. Yeah. This guy's an animal. Yeah. He looked great. He's good. Yeah. Was, really was it wrestling? Was he or jujitsu? Jujitsu. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Once he got on top of him, I mean, he just bullied him. Yeah. It was pretty. I mean, it was pretty decisive. But Curtis has had a pretty fast rise. I, mean, I remember we talking to him when he was in, in the LFA. I mean, he wasn't like all of a sudden. Yeah. He's you know, he's not going anywhere. He just needs to. His ground game kind of got exposed. Yeah. Which is rough. Uh, by the way, they're saying that. Speaking of which, Diego Sanchez, you're saying is going to fight. Uh, Damian Maya, Ooh. what year? <laughs> yeah, what are you two thousand and thirteen? Well, I mean Sanchez won his last. He's going fight, back down. Is I know Diego's but I mean, going back down, or he's been at seventy, I guess. Yeah. Come on, can't this Diego, is a Bellator match? Can't that Diego is not a fucking? Can't dress. Diego just just leave on a win? I mean, I mean, dude, I don't think he's leaving anytime soon. I don't think he's leaving anytime soon. Why? I agree with that. Why not? Look at him. He's still he's good. fucking insane. He he's may still be, good. He, he may punch himself normal. He like, could he punch <laughs> himself back into into normalcy. Um, Did he win? He like, looked. Tough I mean, one ultimate fighter. Yeah, he won ultimate, yeah, fighter, ultimate one. fighter one. And it's always so funny when they say that in the announcements because when they say that, I'm always like, "Am I watching a rerun?" 
Like, am I watching a fight from, like, is this UFC yeah. Unleashed or something? Yeah. You know, well, it's dude, like, you the winner of the Ultimate Fighter won. I'm like, and, and if there was an Ultimate heard. Fighter negative three, he would have won that. Like, yeah. he, just, he just happened to be one. Like, he was fighting before that, way but, before that. But you were there. You were there. You should, the, the crowd, when they, like, they did a little video montage for him before he did his walkout, mm. it was insane. People in love there. him. Yeah. People love him. So why would he retire? Because, like, because he needs his brain cells. Does he? I gotta, go already gone. I gotta go with the does he <laughs> argument. Does he? I, I'm firmly in the does he uh, <laughs> like, side of this. Oh, okay. What? Like, I think fights are more important. I understand. Than yes, he does need his brain cells, but like, he's already gone, man. It's it's Diego. Diego has gone from like yes to no to nightmare to he's had, he's had more, Jesus Christ to he's had more nicknames than like, like McGregor had title defenses yeah. I mean, he, 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 he was the nightmare yeah. and then he was uh, the dream then dream then he was Lionheart yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like it just you know for me as a as a fan like speaking of by let the way him do it speaking of brain cells Paulie Malignaggi is now doing bare knuckle boxing Oi. he and he's and he wants to fight Artem Artem Labov. Oh, yeah. McGregor's friend. Who's fighting, what's his name in it? That He's fighting um, Hick Diaz. The the kid from... Oh, he is. Yeah, he's fighting him in Baron... Labov is fighting Hick Diaz. Really? The kid from uh, Mississippi. Uh, oh. What's his name? Um, the, um, J- Jason... Jason, yeah, Jason Knight. Knight. Jason Knight. Yeah. Jason Knight, who's a great fighter, but he's a great jiu-jitsu guy, especially, is fighting Artem Labov, and the winner is fighting Pauli Malignaggi. In bare knuckle boxing, they're See, probably thinking that. I thought that it, Jason Knight was in New Kids on the Block. <laughs> that was my thinking. That was Jordan Knight. Oh, got it. Sorry, he's still hanging tight. So this is my thing with with <laughs> Polly doing bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> you hate yourself, that don't you? All what? these other guys that we've seen doing bare knuckle boxing are all MMA fighters that are doing bare knuckle boxing. Polly's a fucking boxer. Like, yeah, but he's a boxer with no power. I mean, he has three knockouts in like fifty fights. Mm. So. I mean, the thing about bare knuckle boxing, you don't need the, the guy with the most power doesn't necessarily win. That's the thing, though. You can it's cut like, people up, but also like he's got enough power to knock somebody the fuck out. He does with yeah. no gloves on. But Absol- he, but he's been Absolutely. his last couple of boxing matches. He got knocked out hard. You see that Sean Porter fight? I mean, he was knocked out of the ring. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he can do well. I think he can do well. I don't think it's a smart decision, but I. Think but he's, he I mean, he's well. also analysis for Showtime. What's wrong with these guys? Like, yeah. They won. These people win. Like, you won, dude. You're one out of a million boxers who now has a job at Showtime. You're set up. Yep. And you're going to go... Sometimes when you're a fighter, you're a fighter. Yeah, it's just in there. It's just in there. I feel like I'm watching every Rocky film where they're like, he's like, I want to go back. and Totally, you want to go back. You know, you hear in every sport, too, all these football players, and they see, you know, they're calling games. They're like, man, I I could get back, and maybe I should... Put on a jersey again, and they're like, "No, you shouldn't." Jersey yeah, but that's but that's this is bare knuckle boxing. Now we're going to the next extreme. It's whatever you are. Y- yeah, those guys are fighters. They just want to fight. But I think he thinks as like he he challenged any MMA fighter. He goes, "I will fight any MMA guy in bare knuckle boxing." Uh, so he's not even doing regular boxing. He's like, "I'm going for like," he wants to be the king of this sport. You know? Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Yeah, By the way, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it. And I can't wait to see it. Okay. I've, already, I've, already, I've already ordered it. It's a horror. It's a horror. It's a horror show. It's an abomination. When is sporting. the next one? It shouldn't be allowed, but I can't wait to see it. One thousand percent. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. On Nico Price versus Tim Means. That, oh my that god, that was a war. Oh, oh I didn't watch god. that one. I'm that was the best. That one. was the fight. Did that get fight in the night? It, I probably did. I felt back though. I wanted Tim to win. Or performance. I mean, I mean, Tim came on the show. Said so talk about being in jail for drug abuse, and he would like. You would know if someone was jerking was off of their things. Up. They would put like a little towel in the hole. <laughs> he was fucking him up too. Like he, he was, he was tagging him up. Yeah. And I loved his boxing, and it was nasty. And he just, fuck, man, that's how it goes. That's uh, what makes then, MMA amazing. Yeah, Benil Dariush. I'm happy for him. Yes. He's, he's yeah, he's a friend of mine. He pulled that one out. Yeah, he was getting killed. He, he was, was the first round. He was getting beat up pretty good. That kid could throw some fucking leather, man. That kid could throw some hands. Drew Dober has the Woo! biggest legs I have ever seen. Well, I was yelling. I was on the couch yelling, Huge. Benny, what are you doing? Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Like, you're a guy that like went into overtime against Kron Gracie. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like a high-level black belt. And he's sitting there 
trading punches with Drew Dobo, a kid yeah. from Nebraska. Dude, yeah. that like, kid, he he was he looked good when he was throwing those punches. I was like, this guy's going out. Yeah. But he managed to tie him up and hold on and then got to the second round. And then I'm watching with with like my wife, and afterwards he's like, Once you believe in Christ, everything else is easy. And my wife's like, see, told you. I'm like, see, oh, come told on. You. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. <laughs> You're like betrayed. Yeah. Dude, did you see that little smile he gave him at the end too? Who? After he tapped him. Oh, Benny did. Yeah, uh, they like they like closed up on him, and he he looked up at him and gave him like a little like, yeah, like gotcha. Totally, no, you're right. Yeah. But then they showed the other the other angle, like from behind Drew Dober. Yeah. And you just see his head turn, and you know he was looking at him like, you what the fuck was that? Like you yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Like, it was just like, me. hey, it's like don't fight that counts. Yeah. Sorry, brother. That, that counts. counts. Sorry, you couldn't defend it. I was just so. beating you for three rounds, and then you fucking. Do I remember that watching. Too. Uh, like, come on, my, my dad's like first MMA fight. We, we, we were watching Nate Diaz versus uh, what's that? The black guy that used to always like dye his hair. And, oh, Melvin Gallard. Yeah, Gallard. And Gallard was like kicking his ass, and then Nate caught him, and Nate won. Oh, the, was uh, yeah. that the oh, triangle? Yeah. Where he's no, the, the triangle off, was Kurt Pellegrino. But, oh, yeah. but Gallard, my dad's like, wait. He won. He yeah. was, I'm like, that's these are the rules. Like, yep. he's like, what? That's the Those way most rules. of Gallard's fights went. <laughs> I know, He'd come out, man. beat him up for a minute, they get get, get caught in some yeah. jujitsu, stupid, get taken jiu-jitsu, down, yep. and then that's it. And it's over. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, I tell you, Marion Renault. Oh man, I like that fight. I wanted to win because this girl Yana. I have a personal story with this person. So I went to the fights at UFC 235, mm-hmm. and I, I get excited at the fights. Not as excited as you do, right? I was about to say, you got on to me about getting excited, so whatever you got, you probably deserved. No, I was happy, because we were right in the front, and I'm sitting there with uh, Jay Haran, and Yana went with this girl who trains at her gym, this like hot uh, girl that used to be in the lingerie football league, and now she's nice. a fighter. She came to my show the night before, and she's sitting with Yana, and then... Uh, behind us is like uh, Oyama, a bunch of other people, like some some pretty big fighters. Uh, Vince, by the way, so we're in like the kind of not high, we're in the middle seats. We move down. Yeah, right? I saw. I'm like, let's move down. We move down. We're sitting in the front. We're in Vince's seat. Like out of all yeah. the people, <laughs> like what's the odds? Like yeah. one in twenty thousand is the odds that you're gonna be in this my friend's seat. You know, how many how many seats? So anyway, so. Yana's sitting there. So what, he showed up and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah. he texts me. He's like, fucking Adam's in my seats, dude. Yeah. Like, hilarious. <laughs> well, 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 there's another funny story. But so uh, so on, on the way over there, Vince is like, hey, uh, uh, Tyler's going to the fights too, but he's sleeping in the park. I go, what? He goes, yeah. He says, he's going to sleep. I go, dude, yeah, he's always going camping and stuff. I'm like, he's in the park? Um, so I call Tyler up. I'm like, hey, man. If you need a place to crash, I got a hotel room. You don't have to sleep in the park. He's like, no, I'm at like the park hotel. Park MGM. Like, ah. <laughs> I <was laughs> park like, MGM. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, 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 anyway, like, like I'm sleeping in a park. Like, yeah. That's what it sounded like. And you know, you do seem like the kind of guy. I would. Who's like, who's like fucking, I'm not paying for that room. I'll fucking just camp out in the park. I already paid 160 bucks for the fight. Totally, exactly. I'm not fucking paying for that. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll I you. totally am that guy, but like. If I, I'm with my friends, like I'm not gonna, right, you know, yeah. I would, that's, that's I would go sleep thing. in the back of my truck. Yeah, no problem. I could totally see that. Yeah, me too. That's why I asked yeah. him. So I'm sitting there, <laughs> and then like Yana is kind of next to me, and Sarah Morass, and the people I know, Sarah who came to my show. So I go, I go, uh, I go, Yana. Cake. Who, I go, Yana. Who's gonna win this fight? You know. Yeah. That was it. And then, uh, and then that, it was. She said, "Blah blah blah." This guy. Another fight happened. I go, "Who's gonna win?" She goes, "Stop asking me that." And I was like. Whoa, all right. So then I was like, uh, like I was hitting on her. I, I literally just said, who's going to win this fight? Like, right. I'm a married guy with a child. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going for who's Russian, hitting on her? Russian fighter. Yeah, like, so then, <laughs> so, then, so, then I, so then I was like kind of annoyed. Not you are, I was like, because yeah. she said it loud. Yeah. And like, and like, like, like I was being, so then I asked everyone in the row behind her yeah. and the row in front, who's going to win the fight? <laughs> Oh shit! One by one. One you're, by one. You yes. were way worse than me. And then, ah, and then people were all answering me too, yeah, and yeah. then telling me why. Yeah. Because it was all fighters and shit. So they're like, "Oh, this person's gonna win." But I'm like, "Fuck this!" Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I was just trying to be. She was by herself with another person, like who came to my show. It wasn't like I was a, a random person. Yeah. Like the friend came and told me the night before. Right. Like, <laughs> so I was, so I was especially rooting for. Me. Well, it's okay because she got her nose shoved to the side of her face. But she, oh, yeah. yeah, but they gave her the win. No, she did. Well, I mean, first two rounds. It was. It was. I could have. You could have given Marianne one of those rounds. Yeah, I think so. But apparently, all three judges gave her the first two rounds. Yeah. It was unanimous. So. I thought Marianne won though, but I was. I was annoyed. I thought she needed a knockout Ugh. to be certain. 
That's the thing. Like, she was all excited when it was over. Like, yeah. I did it. And I'm like, yeah, you busted her face up, but it was all in the third round. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I mean, you needed to knock her out to be sure, yeah. to be certain. Yeah. And and that didn't happen. So she was like, so, like, her arm. And, like, and yeah. I'm like, I mean, I, I wish don't know. they would do open scoring for, for really? the UFC. Yeah. Although I think, I think the third round so could have been a 10 8. Uh, so she know, beat man, her up. Well, think about it. Think about all the sports it's based around. Well, I guess boxing and Muay Thai, you don't really have open scoring. Muay Thai, some Muay Thai promotions do, but wrestling, you know what the fucking score is when you're going to the third period. Jiu-Jitsu, you know what the score is on the last minute of the yeah, fight. But those, yeah, so but it's those like, scores are actually based on people <clears throat> like landing. This is based on judges' opinions. Yeah, So all of a sudden, still. you lose a round. You're like, wait, how the fuck? A guy starts yelling at the judge. How did I lose that round or something? You know, like, there's going to be I that. don't think so. I, mean, I don't think, think that think would happen in the middle of the fight. They would be like, oh, shit, I, I lost that round? Fuck, I thought I won. Okay, I got to go do work. That's the thing. You got to wonder, what, how could it be negative? It couldn't really negatively, I think, affect the the fights. I, I, I think, think for fan, I think on the, f- the fans, too, you're, that, like, who, who won? That, like, you know... Yeah. Oh, the mystery, then. Yeah, you're the kind mystery. of eliminating yeah, the big, guess, the big reveal at the end. Yeah. But even still, you have that because nobody knows, well, unless the last round is definitive. But if that's the case, then you probably know anyway. But then it would also keep... People judges just, more honest. People too. might leave the arena. It would keep judges more like, honest nah, for something. You think? Because like now we get it at the end, and it's like it's like thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty seven, twenty seven twenty eight or twenty nine, and yeah. it's like what the f- what fucking fight were you watching? Yeah. Where nah. like they'll have the opposite rounds yeah. judged, you know? And it's like if you know every round, now we're gonna start seeing a pattern of like the judges. Okay, the this judges judge will is be bad. More, the judges will be more accountable that way. Exactly. You're right. There's definitely an argument. Bad for now. The scores should go up after every round next to the judge's home address. <laughs> That's just that, yes, so absolutely. Let's talk about the absolutely. fights this week. Dox them. Darren Till versus Masvidal. Woo! This Saturday night. Yeah. In England, uh, I don't know. I mean, last Darren Till looked so bad against Tyron Woodley. But so good as well, last Kamar three Usman's before. the only one that's looked good against Tyron Woodley. So he looked real good. You yeah. know, like that nobody else looks good against Tyron Woodley. But do you think that the um, now it's been kind of the blueprints been made for Darren Till and how to beat him? Sure, but also most fighters aren't Tyron Woodley, so they're they're like in theory, yes. In theory, yes. Yeah, back up against the cage and wait for the perfect time to get your shot and then submit him. Like, okay, yeah, you can draw that up on paper all day, but is Jorge Masvidal going to do that? No. Hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah. is Anderson Silva going to do that? No. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a good fight. I like Masvidal. He's a, cool, he's a good dude. It's going to be a good fight. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, thinking- I think he's going to grind it out. I, I kind of hope Till wins because I want to see Askren versus Till. I would love it. Because Askren's going to England to like heckle, basically. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he bought yeah. a plane ticket to England like two weeks ago. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. So Boom, I, roasted. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> You're still making payments <laughs> on your car. Boom, roasted. You just lost. Boom, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> you just lost the fight. Boom. I mean, they're like... <laughs> yeah, it's like, anything. I know. Hey, you have dirt on your shoe. Boom, roasted. Rosa, yeah. <laughs> you have an eight one eight area code. Boom, roasted. Shit, like yeah. That so, is a that is a boom roasted. Uh, eight one eight one eight one eight area code. Uh, Leon Edwards <laughs> taking on Gunner Nelson. I got uh, Gunny. You got Gunny. Yeah. You see, I'm ta- a Gunny fan. You see man. him taking the woman's cardio thing, dude. That's okay. It's, nobody knows. That's like a play on an old music video. Oh, it was the it was the song from that like that video. That was the video oh, for that really? song. So he was just like recreating a music video from oh. like the early nineties. Oh well, they could have told people that. It's awesome. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome if you know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's. I I know. It's like I wanted to go see Spaceballs, my wife, but she didn't see the like, like uh, Star Wars, so it wouldn't be. Yes, yeah, so it wouldn't be as funny. Oh, it wouldn't be funny at all. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It'd still be pretty funny. I mean, it's so silly. It'd still yeah. be funny on a certain level. I mean, yeah, it's still Mel Brooks funny, but it's like... It wouldn't be as wouldn't funny. You wouldn't get it. You yeah, know? of course. Um, also, on the, so we're picking Gunnar Nelson. Uh, Volkan Olzemir. Talking about a guy that was looking unbeatable. Then Daniel Cormier beat him. Then Anthony Smith beat him. Yep. Taking on Dominic Reyes, who's 10-0. Oh, that's tough. I don't know much about Reyes. You? I love Dominic Reyes. Yeah, he's he's a uh, Joe Stevenson's guy. He's, okay. He uh, who was his last fight? Was it OSP? I think so. Yeah. He looked really good against him. 
Um, let's see, Dominic Gray. Yeah, it was OSP, and before that, he beat he beat Jared Cannonier. So it's like he's got some power. He's fast. He's smart. He's really he's really like intelligent. His fight IQ is high, and he's tough, man. So we're picking Reyes. He's tough. I I'm picking him because I'm a fan. But uh, Vulcan, you know, as a Latino, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has to side with him. I have to go with Reyes. Now, um, uh, Vulcan's dangerous, though. Mark Diakis, that guy, everyone was saying was going to be the next big thing. He Remember, he was like throwing firebombs at people? Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, that guy. And then he ran into a couple of wrestlers. My yeah, friend uh, Drakkar yeah. fucked him up. Taking on Joe Duffy, a guy who beat Conor McGregor, who, who they were Conor also McGregor. saying was the next big thing. And then he, he lost to... Uh, Dustin Poirier. And then he lost again to the, uh, James Vick. Yep. Uh, he's like the guy up, that man. beat Robin Williams at the San Francisco comedy competition. <laughs> Which guy was that? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> you know, they the guy that runs the San Francisco told me an interesting story about that. He said that, like, you know, that haunted him the rest of his career uh, because people would introduce him, the guy that beat Robin Williams at the San Francisco comedy yeah. competition, and then people would be expecting be absolute funny. fucking atomic magic, oh and God. he would just come out and he was just a comedian, yeah. and and it just never he could never live up to the hype, oh, you know. And I rough. guess what had happened was is during his set the lights had gone out for a minute, and like he did all these improvs, little riffs with the lights being out or something like that, and then they came back, and so everybody <laughs> loved his set, and it was right. like the best set of the thing because he ripped about the you know the whole thing. And so he ended up winning. The plot twist, Robin turned out the lights. Like <laughs> Robin thought that was the way to beat him. Oh, yeah. man. And then, uh, and then Tom Breeze. definitely Breeze. the way to beat him. Tom Breeze. Isn't he like a big jiu-jitsu master, Tom Breeze? Uh, yeah. He's taking on Ian Hainish. I think so. So, yeah. Wait, let me look him up. A couple big fights have got announced also. Yes, Tom Breeze. Yes. He's a, he's a British guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does jiu-jitsu. Which He's really good at jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah, he did. I think he did a EBI. He he lost in like the first, like the first round. But oh wow! But just I mean, getting invited to that, you know, it's pretty it's pretty prestigious. You got to know what you're doing. Now, uh, some other announcements that have been made. Um, so Jessica I is fighting for the title. Yes, mm-hmm. my girl, your girl. Shout out, I believe. Uh, I look. She's gonna be like an eight to one underdog. I think Jessica could pull it off. I know everyone thinks I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, but um, and yeah, probably are maybe, but I'm biased. But I, she's been she's been fighting a lot of bigger people though too. She, but yeah, but she's <sighs> the thing with Jess. She just grinds out like she grinds out like split decision wins. Jessica does. Yeah, like she's so she's so gritty and like tough that I think. She might not let the fight just go where it's gonna go. Like she just forces it to be her way, and it doesn't always work out. She got a new camp. And when it does, yeah. And that's the other thing. I'm like, I understand it. I understand why you would move to to the big name camp and like have the opportunity. But I'm always a fan of like these are the people that got you there. You know, like why wouldn't you? You know, they got yeah. you. They got you all the way there. Like. And you don't think they're good enough to... You to left your camp, boom, roasted. You know, so I mean, I wish her I wish her the best and I would love to see, I'd love to see just guy with the title. Yeah, right? Um, but I don't know. I don't know if, it, if it's going to be... Now, would your girlfriend uh, now give you a hall pass for that or no? I don't know. I got to ask her. She uh, might be down. Really? Yeah. My, my, my wife would not give me a hall pass for anyone. And I would not give her a hall pass for anyone. Yeah, exactly. No, no, you can't do that. Uh, Nina Ansaroff's taking on Tatiana Suarez. That, and the same one. Like, it's been all girl announced so far in Chicago. UFC 236, 238 in Chicago. Uh, I think Tatiana's going to win that. Her wrestling is no joke. Yeah. And Caitlin Kukajin. It's going to be all blood match. Against uh, <laughs> Joanne, Joanna Calderwood. That's also a good fight. Um, Caitlin Kukagan. Yes. She's really, she's really good. The karate girl. She's from, really from, good. From uh, New Jersey. Attractive. Uh, yeah. I like the karate. Like the sound of that. The Train, karate kid. Trains out of Frankie Edgar's gym. The karate kid. Is that, I guess it's not. Is it Frankie Edgar's gym? Who's, whose gym is it? Is it uh, Zabit's gym? It's, I think Yeah, right. Or is I it Frankie Edgar's uh, gym? Or I think it's still Frankie's gym. Eddie, is it Eddie Alvarez's gym? Frankie's gym. I yeah. saw Eddie at the fights. Eddie, oh, really? Yeah. He's shorter than I thought. All right. So we're going to talk to a guy. A little guy. I think who, that's most celebrities. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're always shorter than they think especially fighters, though, because they list them at a certain height. It's like you always 
bump up the Is stats right? a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, add a oh, little yeah. bit. Like, I'm six two. Oh, <laughs> you're five <laughs> eleven. <laughs> Hello. Can I tell you, I'd kill to be five eleven. <laughs> Hello? I'd kill to be 6'2". Hello, is this Matt? Matt? Yeah, exactly. What's up, people? Robinhood is an investing app. lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees. So you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started. So you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. You can view easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. How great is that? You can also view stocks collections, such as the 100 most popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moments to invest. And Robinhood is giving listeners of MMA Roasted a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. So sign up at mmaroasted.robinhood.com. Sexual performance issues, way more common than you think, okay? It's not good. One out of four guys suffer from ED, but it can be treated. Yes, today's your lucky day because Hims is a wellness brand for men. You've heard us talking about Hims, and if you haven't yet, get on board and stop struggling with ED. Because why do guys turn to weird solutions or to do nothing? They can instead turn to medicine and science. Getting older sometimes means certain parts of the body might not be working as much as they should. So start revving that engine again with ED treatment from Hims. Forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Listen, don't get defrauded by online sketchy marketplaces. It's hard, made easy. Being your best means performing your best. Okay, it's been featured in GQ, Men's Health. Esquire and Playboy. Listen, the first month is just five dollars. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last, and subject to your doctor approval. Restrictions may apply. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com/mmaroastd. That's f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com/mmaroasted. Forhims.com/mmaroasted. What's up, people? March Madness is upon us. It's another huge month in sports across the NBA and NCAA. There's only one place to get in all the action. That's betonline.ag. Support our podcast by going to www.clnsmedia.com forward slash winning and use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's CLNS50, betonline.ag. Your online sports book experts. Now, the NBA, the biggest matchups this week are the Celtics. Okay, they're taking on the, uh, the Golden State Warriors, and the Timberwolves are taking on the Jazz. Yes. And with plenty of excitement and drama happening on and off the court, you don't want to be left on the sidelines. Go where the action is at betonline.ag. Go there now. Yes. Go where the action is. Because CLNS Media and BOL are offering you a 50% sign-on bonus. That's 50% by signing up at clnsmedia.com forward slash winning and using our code CLNS50 with your first deposit. Yes, go to clnsmedia.com forward slash winning. Use promo code CLNS50 for your 50% sign-on bonus today. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hey, hear you. Hey. What's going? Matt Delanoid, how's it going? It's good, man. It's good. How you doing? Good, good. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. So you came on this podcast. Uh, a little backstory. Uh, don't want to be insulting, okay? So I someone sent me that, um, that uh, Data 5000 promo, right, that you're on? Right. So I retweeted it, right? And I was like, I got to go see this. I'm in. And then your girlfriend was like, oh, my boyfriend's on that card. So I was joking, and I was like, oh, you lost me at boyfriend. Like, as a joke, you know. And then, she's yeah. like, then she writes, typical male. And then I, was, so then I felt terrible. I was like, oh, I, I'm sorry. So then, I, so then I hit her up, but I was like, hey, you know, I was just kidding. I, I don't mean to offend you. I'd love to get your boyfriend on the, on the, on the podcast. And she's like, he'd love that. So here you are. Uh, right. So Welcome. Yeah. But, so Turn anyway. negative into a positive. How are you, man? 
I'm good. I'm good. Doing really good. How about you guys? We're doing good. I, I watched some of your fights, man. You, I'm happy we actually have you on the podcast because you're a monster, man. Uh, you've had over 40 fights, and you've, you've been killing them. Uh, you're 27 wins, 14 losses, and uh, but all your fights are just. I, I love how they always throw you these new guys, thinking that you're going to be the guy that they beat, and you're just kicking the crap out of these like young upstarts, which is pretty damn awesome. Yeah, you get you get uh, you get kind of pigeonholed. Like when you've had as many fights as me, you know, um, and obviously you know, I haven't been to the UFC, so yeah, I get a bunch of bullshit offers on the regional level where they want to you know they want to get their up and comer a, a win off somebody that's got a record like me and uh yeah it doesn't always work out for them no it's, it's pretty it's pretty fun man like that's that one down in st louis they you know they pumped that dude's nuts up so bad and uh i made pretty quick work of him so it's definitely satisfying. No, your your last fight against Steve Mann, you're like, I never even heard of this guy, and like, and everyone there was like booing you and like saying you're gonna get your ass kicked. You had this one punch where you you did like a double punch. You hit the guy with both hands, like like you in like the ears in each ear. Nice. And then the guy fell down. I never seen that before. Was, was that on purpose? Yeah, I mean. Honestly, like my coaches tell me after the fight, they're like, "Yeah, man, that's why we're working this, this, and this." And I couldn't tell you, you know, what I hit him with at work, but I remember that shot and I watched on the video. And they're so biased, man. When you go out of town like that, they're so biased in the commentary. They're like, "Oh yeah, and Steve Van drops for a takedown." It's like, bitch, he fucking folded like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> right? I was thinking the same thing. Like you hit him with both both your punches to the ears, both ears. The guy, I never seen a punch like that since I was like in th- like second like grade. A double hook? Yeah, it was a double hook. And That's then the guy, awesome. the guy went flying down, and they're like, "Oh, he 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 definitely pulled guard." I'm like, "No, he didn't pull guard." <laughs> I was like, "I'm," I was like, "What? That is going to sit down and pull guard in the middle of the yeah. for no reason." I was call like, that like a Hulk smash. It, or it a horse was shoe. it was crazy. I never seen that punch before. What do we call that? We got to give it a name. It was pretty damn awesome. Um, or like horseshoe. I do got to say, horseshoe. one of your fights, though, against Scott Ho, this guy must uh, outweigh you by like ninety pounds. Like, why did you? Yeah, t- he uh, he cut down to make the heavyweight limit. I was, you know, I've had some some rough patches, I guess, where you know I dropped down to one fifty five for a minute there, and then stopped really caring and uh, got heavy. And then they offered me that fight with Huff, and I thought it was a good matchup, and uh, I just didn't follow the game plan. You got to stay on the outside with a big guy like that, and I just got right in the pocket with him. But yeah, I, I weighed in maybe 200 pounds, and he Woo. was at the limit 265. It looked it. It, it looked like uh, it was like a dare or something. I'm like, what? How is this even legal? I mean, you must walk around at what 185, 190. It varies. I'm I'm right. At, I'm about 195 today on my way down to 75 for this one. But I got I got big over the winter. I got up to like 230. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a process. Now how long how long is it like between when you're when you're cutting and when you're putting weight back on? What's that? Like is it is it a couple months? Like say you you cut to 75 for this fight and then you'll get back up to 95 and then above. Like how long does that take you? I mean, I, ideally I don't get over 200, but, uh, over the winter, man, I just, uh, in a new relationship, being comfortable, you know, a lot of oh, beer yeah. and pizza and everything. Oh, and that's I right. That's not It's not typical, but like the, the cuts, like I've been fortunate with these past few fights, I've gotten, you know, really advanced notice. So, I mean, everybody's like, Oh my God, you're cutting, what is it? 55 total i mean at the beginning of the year i was 230 so yeah to get to 70 it's going to be 55 total but it's when you diet down and you eat right and everything it's it's not as bad as it seems i'm already like i said i was i'm already down to 195 today so and then some of the guys i mean i mean like the guys you fought you fought some studs i mean you've beaten a lot of good guys and then you've you've lost but the guys you've lost to like john alessio who's a monster josh near another monster ben Askren. Uh, and I watched the Askren fight today. Human you stuffed his, his like takedown. He came in for a takedown, and you just shook it off. I was like, "Holy shit!" You were you were winning that fight for a while, and then he got you into some kind of like a, a north south choke. 
But that, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, that was probably, probably not a good time for me to take that fight. <laughs> I didn't really know shit back then. I just kind of got by on grit, but it was one of those things where shit, you get a chance to go out and beat an Olympian, you take it. Hell yeah. yeah. No, I'm telling you, man, you're, you're a real man's man. Uh, and by the way, you, and your, your girlfriend's beautiful, by the way. She's also a fighter and a, and a psychiatrist. So, uh, yeah, yeah. You got, Thank you. You got your hands full there. I love that he says, I didn't really know, should I just get by on grit? Yeah. And it's his 22nd fight. His 22nd <laughs> fight. Yeah, how do you not know, should I, for 22 fights, though, by the way? That, that is kind of strange. That's fucking rad. Uh, now, now, you're fighting in Data 5000. Are you doing the bare knuckle part, the MMA part? You're fighting in a, tri- yeah. a, a, a trigon? What's going on here? Yeah, I'll be doing bare knuckle boxing under Wyoming's rules. It's gonna be a five three minute round fight. And yeah, they've got this uh they call it the trigon. It's an eighteen by eighteen by eighteen triangle. So take a standard boxing ring and cut it in half from ring post to ring post and that's pretty much what you're dealing with. Now have you ever but done we've we've simulated it we simulated it in the gym and it's cozy. We'll put it that way. Have you ever done bare knuckle boxing before? I haven't, and I don't want to sound like one of those guys, but, I mean, I've been fighting with my bare hands for longer than I've been fighting professionally, so I, I feel really confident. It's it's one of those things where, I, you know, I, I liked MMA for a long time, but I'm kind of getting burnt out on it a little bit just because I'm getting older, and to go to three different gyms to practice jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, boxing, it gets a little overwhelming and trying to have a career and everything at the same time. So it's nice, nice on the body to just focus on one art. And, uh, my hands are incredibly fast right now, but, uh, it's, it's, everything's coming together. I feel like I could, I could do this bare knuckle thing for probably five years or so at least. Wow. Now, how does data 5,000 get in contact with you? Um, funny enough. I mean, he never did. It's, uh, my my buddy Nico Price, uh, he I, I I met him just by chance, um, before his fight where he hammer fist knock out the dude from the bottom. Before that fight, I got to train with him a little bit, and then I was with him for uh, his camp for his Dallas fight for a little bit. But his his coach Jeremiah actually you know hit me up and um, asked me if I'd be interested in it because hanging out we went up to colorado springs for a week or so together but hanging out getting to know each other it came up you know the bare knuckle thing because it was starting to be popular and i'm like yeah man i'd I'd do that but uh the show the guys that are running the show you know they're out of miami and and jeremiah and nico are out of cape coral so uh you know they got a hold of him down there and he hit me up and here we are so now, where can people find you? Let's say they want to sponsor you, they want to get you on their podcast, because you seem like a really cool guy. You seem like a, a badass. Um, where can people find you? At Fight Delanoit on all social media. At Fight Bona. Any, any questions for this man, Greg Wilson? No, man. Sounds like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tyler, anything else for... I love that you think you can do a bare knuckle fighting for five years. I mean, does your face think you can do bare knuckle fighting for five years? I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, as long as the rest of the body will hold up, the face heals pretty quick. So I think I'll be all right. All right. So so bare knuckle boxing is your backup plan? <laughs> I, I guess it just you know take it how it comes. That's awesome, man. Well, that, that, dude, I'm telling you, the, the guy's from he's from Omaha. They're just they're different. Listen, uh, yeah, when you're a fighter, breed. you're a fighter. You love to different fight. Breed. Different go. breed, different breed. Tyler, any questions for this? No questions, just uh, good luck, and I'll be watching. Yeah, good luck, man. I'm very th- excited. Thanks for coming on the podcast, my friend. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. All right, take care. We'll have you, we're going to have you back after your fight. Sounds good, bro. All right, take care. Good night, guys. You too. All right. All right. All right. It's a cool guy. So I feel like the next interview is going to be like, so I'm announcing my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Bare knuckle man, boxing. Fuck that bare knuckle uh, shit. That shit hurts. Know, it's not cool. I, mean, I think he could win. I, no, I he might. Win. I know. I mean, I'm just making jokes. Dude, obviously, the guy sounds like he, if he sounds like he likes it. Yeah, if he's like saying he, he was just getting by on grid after 22 fights, man, like 
Yeah. Ooh, that's Man, a tough no motherfucker. And like, and like, most people are like, hey, want to fight in an Olympian? And he's like, Fuck, I can't turn <laughs> this down. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> if they yeah. asked me, <laughs> like, I think like, I would turn uh, that down. Olympic wrestler? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to get my face smashed in while I can do nothing. He's good, though. I, I see them fighting. He, he goes to Australia as the opponent, and they're all booing him, and he just fucks people up. He's always like that guy they bring in. That's to lose awesome. Yeah. Wins, which is cool. So Greg, it's what do you almost have, what better you... to be that, like at a regional level, yeah, than to be just a no, you know, bottom of the barrel guy in the UFC. Like, you think so? I think so. Like, have people that actually know who you are, and like, I think it the, depends you know, on which direction the, the you're headed pleaser. when you're at the bottom of the barrel of the UFC. True. Are you trajectory up or are you heading down? Because if it's on your way out, then yeah, go ahead and leave the building. Right, right, right. But if you're at the bottom, but you're used you're to that potential, yeah, you're, you're one young. way up, then you stay. So it really depends on which direction you're headed in that. So, so what do you got coming up? Um, not much. Just teaching Tuesday and Thursday at Braxton's in Venice. Come uh, take a class in the gi. And still can't. I have no contact for another month and change so no sparring or anything but i'll start rolling in maybe a week or two my nose is still a little tender so yeah i don't want to smash my face into people's hips and stuff and greg what do you got coming up uh i'm actually just gonna go home and see the family this weekend then i'll be back next week i'm still obviously teaching my workshops right now which are all sold out actually oversold i had to launch a second night of it that's where i'm going right now awesome so uh because now i'm teaching three nights a week because i oversold the workshops wow um but then, you know, so but then I'll be back next week and I'll be at the Haha ha Cafe on next Saturday. So that's Love it. So and next hopefully I'll see you next week before that. Yes. Uh, next Tuesday and uh, next Tuesday through Sunday, I am at Reno at the Laugh Factory in Yay, Reno. Next Tuesday nice. Yes. So thank you guys so much. Also, on uh, April 19th, 20th, I'm at the Black Box Theater in Boca Raton, Florida. And if you also uh, and like to shop on Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first. Go to Amazon and uh, that's it. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Bye bye. Trap songs and trap dance. Tunis songs to hook them doorbellan. Tada stolt and doorbellan. Yeah.